Conversators and Spectators. Welcome back to another episode of the No Gag Order Podcast. Today's episode is titled Dehumanization, the Creativity Serial Killer. I know, that's one hell of a title, right? However, we live in the digital world. I use social media apps just as much as anyone else. And there's just so many things that you see when you are on these apps. Um consuming content if you create content where you are using the apps and you actually post things then you may or may not also notice certain things and I'm pretty sure that what you see happening to other content creators artists or celebrities probably has a little bit to do with how you use social media apps and that's perfectly fine so I wanted to talk about it a little bit after some things that, you know, recently happened um, and some some common things that we see. So the way this all works, right, we discover someone by something that they did, something that they said, or a talent that we love about them, whether that is a music artist, a singer, a rapper, you know, um, whether it is, you know, somebody created a comedy skit and that thing is how we were introduced to them. But essentially, we discover that person by something that they've posted on social media oftentimes or by something that we hear in the public, whether it is a song we hear while we're shopping, someone playing a song, etc. And what typically happens is since that was the first introduction, it is the thing that we want from them the most. The thing that initially introduced them to us. That is what we know them for. That is how we came into a knowing about that person. So much so that what typically happens is that we don't allow that person or that company grace to evolve and grow. Um, And I I throw in there that company because as a business owner, I can't help but um, have in mind how it kind of applies to businesses as well so like when it comes to a business it's about giving them giving the business grace and having an understanding right when it comes to a person it's about forgetting that they are a human being they are a person just like the rest of us so for example a company that may be known for clothing if they try to sell a new product such as cell phones for example the customers will have a resistance to that cell phone because that's not what they know them for. Like, oh, no, nah, like, what? Gucci is known for their clothes more than anything. I can't believe they out here trying to make cellular devices. Like, I'm going to run out and buy that like it's an Apple iPhone. You know what I'm saying? Like, oftentimes, when they try to cross lines and cross barriers, we don't really have much grace for that. We resist it. We are already doubting what it is. We don't give them the room to be able to expand. Another example um, that I'll give you, like I said, music artists. I'll use Rihanna as an example because it was the comment section of a post that she made on Instagram that influenced this very episode. Because this is an ongoing thing with Rihanna, right? Her music fans have no grace for her evolving and growing as, as a person. Many of them. Let me not say, of course, not all of them. There's always caveats. We're never saying all of a thing, right? But many of them just have no grace for her growing as a person. 
she as a person had interest in business before and beyond music. It's always been something that she wanted to do, like giving back to her community and different things like that are her as a person, the things that she desired to do um, as a person. Music happened to be her introduction to the world. So fans that know her for her music are constantly in her comments talking about music. Oh, drop the album, drop the album. She's still a human being. She's still a person. She still is living a life. She has become a mom lately. She's had all these dreams and aspirations for business prior to doing music. She just has the ability and the resources to make some of those things happen after having a music career. So, you know, she accomplished things with music and and then wanted to accomplish things in the beauty industry because it was important to her, the person. At the end of the day, these celebrities are people and their gifts and talents are one part of them. It's just one part of them. I'll go ahead and tell you as a creative brain person and as a creative person in general, I'm creative across a large variety of things. So my creativity doesn't just stop at one thing. Many artists are multifaceted when it comes to being creative and their art. Their expression can span amongst a variety of things. And especially in today's day and age where people are not so closed-minded and people are more open-minded, you see more artists that have the ability to do so many things. Yet, in Rihanna's comment section, and I swear it seems like it is every single post that she makes, every single post that is made about her, if a blog posts her, if another you know content creator is talking about her, the comment section, it never fails. It's always filled with people asking about the album and music. It's always full of people rejecting her other great accomplishments in business because they know her from music and feel as though her dropping music is the only thing of any importance. If, you know, they're talking about, let's say it's, it's a... a Savage X Fenty um, show coming up and she's promoting that. Or let's say she's promoting a new line of lingerie and she's wearing a piece and she drops photos. The comments is full of people talking about some, yeah, 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 where's the music? Where's the album? Like there's always something. We don't want that. We only want to see you dropping music. Okay, the baby is old enough now for you to drop the album. Get in the studio. It is literally full of things like this. And comment like so many other ridiculous things. People are loud with these statements with no regard on how that may be affecting the human that gives them the music that they love so much. Unfortunately, it seems that people see the talent as the living, breathing creature instead of something a human possesses. This perspective and lack of grace in many cases stifle the creativity of these artists. It reduces the desire that they may have to do the thing that people are harassing them about. In Rihanna's case, she has interest in other areas. She wants to explore all of her creativity. 
She wants to reach goals that she set with good intentions, like giving back to her community and doing things for her people and making the beauty industry something that has some variety to what you're seeing, changing the standards that we all once grew up with. And people won't allow her to do that. They either don't support her other ventures, like, oh, I'm not buying that, it's too expensive. Or they support minimally and grudgingly or solely for the purpose of keeping up with the latest insights, keeping up with the Joneses. Oh, Rihanna just dropped this line. It's Rihanna's line. I bought it. I got it too. I got it too. Versus being a true supporter. Fans, followers, the audience, everyone. They just don't give enough grace for artists and creatives to be multifaceted. The reality is that most creative people, like I said, are all around creative. And will typically have a variety of interests. The creative part of the brain is not linear. And not only does that part of the brain color outside of the lines, but most creative brain people see no lines. There is no box. What even is a boundary? What do you mean I can't do this thing the way that I envisioned it in my mind? There must be a way. How do you know if no one has ever tried? Or if no one has ever attempted to do it this way that I'm seeing in my mind, how do we know that it will not work? Their diversity and different ways of seeing things and different way of thinking and their different way of envisioning themselves is the very thing that makes that art you love so special and so impactful. I'll give you another example. Chris Brown. At the end of the day, Chris Brown is a multifaceted creative person. And most creative people, because our brains just work different, oftentimes there's a lot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, to whom much is given, much is required. Um, so, you know, when you have a variety of things, you don't have an easy journey. No one has an easy journey. Everyone has a story, right? But oftentimes, the more creative you are, the, the worse your backstory typically is. You can look at Michael Jackson and Jackson 5. Like you, you literally can look through history and look at some of our greatest entertainers, whether they were music artists, whether they were actors or actresses, whether they were, um, you know, civil rights movement. Um, I mean, just so many people, you look at history and... The people that were the most impactful had some very gruesome stories in some type of way. Chris Brown is another one of those people. I mean, he does music. And not only does he does music, he sings, he produces, he writes, he does music in a variety of ways that not everyone can do. But he's talented in all of those ways. There's not that many artists that are that way. Then you take his creativity and it goes beyond music. Acting drawing graffiti and art and things like that his way of expressing himself it goes beyond that it is in his clothing it is in what he chooses to do with his hair it is all of these different things but he's a person he's a dad he's a son you know what I'm saying like he is a human being that possesses a lot of different creativity and I mean <laughs> it just is thing but we 
We show very little grace. We dehumanize these people and act like they are machines and they're only supposed to crank out the thing that we love because it's what I love. It's a me, me, me thing, an I, I, I thing. And that's not fair to these people because they are people. Now, let's drive it a little home and bring it back down to relatable situations, right? So if you made a mistake when you were five and you spilled a glass of milk, would you want everyone who was present when you spilled that milk to not ever allow you to have a glass of milk again? Because you spilled milk. That's the one thing that you did. That's the one thing that they were there for. And so now you can never have a glass of milk. Not only can you not have a glass of milk, but if you try to drink milk from any other container, they are yelling, antagonizing, and pressuring you about drinking juice instead of milk. Because that one time that you spilled milk. I know, I know. You're probably like, what does milk and a glass have to do with this? But I'm bringing it back down to something relatable because that's the one action and the one thing that people knew you for. And so they held that for you. Right? You would want grace to grow and learn how to not repeat that accident. Right? Okay. How about this? If you created a beautiful, a, excuse me, if you created a beautiful vase in the third grade from clay and everyone absolutely loved it, you took it home and oh my God, the whole family raved about it. You're a third grader and you made this beautiful piece of pottery. And they loved it so much that they constantly ask you, when are you going to make them one for the rest of your life? Like they don't let you live that down. That is the one thing you did an absolute beautiful job on. And so now everyone in the family, every time they see that vase, every time they see you, they're wondering when they can get one too. Every time you pick up a paintbrush, or a pencil and a sketchbook or other creative products, they are standing right there saying, yeah, that's nice. It would be great for you to do that, but when are you going to give us more pottery? That's what we want from you. We only want pottery, but you paint beautifully, but you can sketch portraits beautifully, but all they want is pottery. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that would be great. But you did this one thing great and that's all we want to see you do. But you love painting and you love making items out of resin and you love sketching portraits and you love doing all of these things. Them asking for pottery would get very old. That would become overwhelming. That would likely make you not want to share any of your interests in any of your art with them, especially pottery. Nine times out of 10, it's gonna make you not want to ever make another piece of pottery because that's the only thing that they will acknowledge, even though you do all of these other things great. So I say all that to say this, give people more grace. Allow people the space to be eclectic. You can still have your favorite parts of who they are, but allow them the space to be who they are wholly. That one thing that you like the most is not the only thing that they have and that they possess. It's not the only thing that they can do great. Keep in mind that everyone is a human. Everyone is a human that creates art via content creation, music, 
writing, or whatever medium it is, they are a person that creates. Their talent and their gifts are only one part of them. And oftentimes, that one medium you like the most is just one of the mediums that they have the ability to express themselves beautifully through. So before you pressure someone else to produce the thing that you selfishly want more of, consider how you would feel in their shoes. Consider how you would feel with much less pressure and opinions and eyes on you all of the time. Consider how depressing it can be when someone won't let you live something down, whether it is something you did great or something that you did not so great. When someone is constantly bringing that one thing up, it makes you want to avoid that one thing. It becomes overwhelming. If you always worked in fast food and you tell your family, you know what? I no longer want to work in fast food. I now want to jump into, I don't know, marketing. But you have no experience in marketing that they have seen. But you do great. Like, you know, when there are family events, they come to you for the flyers and things like that. You tell them, you know what, I think I want to do marketing and digital digital creations. And they just look at you. like, But you have no experience in that. You've only done fast food. That would get old. It would get really old. I'm just saying on a very human level, I am by no means a celebrity. I am by no means a very popular content creator or anything else because I don't put things out there. Um, Just because I feel for the creative artists and celebrities out there. Like, dang, y'all won't even let these people be people. They are still people and they are still human. Um, And so... It kind of affects how I put things out there because I know me, I would be so annoyed by a lot of what I see (laughs) and I, and, and the petty side of me, I don't know if I would be able to just let things ride. I would probably have times where I'm bored and I have downtime. So I'm going to go in and it's going to be me and you going back and forth in the comments. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm a real person. I'm really going to tell you about yourself because who are you talking to? Like, you don't know me. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I I don't put things out there. So I'm by no means on the same level. I can only imagine how much pressure. I can only imagine how annoying. I can only imagine how frustrating it is. I can only imagine how depressing it is to, to see some of what you see and for people to put you in such a box as a creative. My personality type, I don't like to be backed into a corner. Don't put me in a box. Please don't put me in a box. Even if you know me and you think something is typical of me, you never know where I'm at or where my headspace is or what I have, uh, what evolving I have done since the last time you've seen something. So don't put me in a box. So I can only imagine how difficult it is and how much of a struggle it is and how annoying it is for people to put you in a box for this one thing. I just, I couldn't do it. I just could not do it. I think about it in terms of like actors and actresses. You you can see some of them in some of their interviews and they talk about how they didn't want to only be booked for certain roles. But sometimes once you're known for that thing, that's the only roles that you land. When you try to audition for other roles, people come into the audition expecting you to do terrible and not really giving you a real shot because they expect you to play this one particular role. 
because Al Ellis has talked about that some. It was some roles that he was playing, and he was like, you know, I don't want to play the same role all the time. And he talks about his journey on what he had to do to get out of that. We can look at some actors and see a clear difference. For example, we can look at Denzel, because you guys do know it's Denzel and not Denzel. Denzel Washington and the types of roles that he plays and that he lands. And we compare that to Will Smith. One of them has a variety in their, in their, you know, uh, what is it called? I can't even think of what it's called. One of them has a variety in their catalog of movies that they've done. And the other one doesn't. Because he's been pegged as a particular type of actor. And those are the roles that land in his lap. Versus Will Smith, he has a variety of different roles. And to be honest, I feel like he has played them very well. Um, not saying that every single movie is my favorite. Or every single you know role that he's ever played is like, oh my god, it's my favorite. No. But he is very diverse. Um, very, very diverse. For sure. His... his his catalog of work is super diverse. We see certain um, we see certain comedians that they only book certain types of movies that have a certain type of comedy to it. But they're a comedian, and some of them, if you give them a real shot, can play a lot of different roles, dramatic roles, and etc. But they're put in a box, and that box is only going to take you so far. But we don't look at we don't look at people that way. We don't look at them as people. We look at them as this one thing that we know. And it's just not fair. We dehumanize them in a way that is it's not fair. <laughs> you know, celebrities, we put them on these pedestals. They're still human. They still have human emotions. Think about your own emotions and how much you stress about stuff that's much smaller and on a much smaller scale. Yet we have very little grace for them. We give them very little space to be able to be human and to evolve or to have human moments or to deal with human emotions. We we say things like, oh, they're a celebrity, so they got to be a role model. They got to be on their best behavior. They can't have these mishaps because they're celebrities and everybody's watching. What? It just, it doesn't make any sense. Um, and so looking at a lot of stuff that happens on social media, um, there was recently a post made by a, a very well-known um, YouTuber and there was people in the comments that was like oh this is just for clout I hope this is not for clout they do so much for clout I don't know if to believe it or not at the end of the day they're still human though regardless of what they do in the way that they are trying to make money for their family whether they clout chase or not they're still human it is very possible for them to have certain emotions and to be depressed and different things which Depression is a whole nother, that's a whole nother topic. Um, because there's clinically depressed and you can still have depression and go through bouts of depression without being clinically depressed. There's there's a whole lot to, when it comes to mental health. And I just look at the lack of humanization and that we have for people. Um, so shocked when people are dealing with mental health as if they're not human like the rest of us. Um, Nonetheless, either way, I just wanted to talk about that. I just wanted to maybe hear what you guys have to say. Um, stay tuned.
because I think what I'm going to do is um, I'm going to actually, I might add some sound bites in after this on the topic and hear what some other people say. So, thanks for joining us for another episode. Again, I am Coach Jay. You will find me here for the next episode. You can find me on social media. You can find links to things like my website. Book sessions with me because I am a life coach. I do a lot of different things. So you can find all of that in my link tree. Until next time.